Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. You know how when you're visiting a new city and there are those signs that say, like, Thai Town or Warehouse District? Well, San Francisco wants to do this, too. We're creating something to fight for. The supervisors on Tuesday introduced a way to start creating cultural districts. But in this city that's been strangled by a housing crisis and has changed just so fast... Cultural districts are less about drawing tourists to them and more about saving neighborhoods. I really feel like Bayview is one of the last communities left in the city. Today, how San Francisco is using cultural districts to fight gentrification. I'm Erica Aguilar. Welcome to the Bay. Good to meet you. Good to meet you too. Chloe Veltman covers arts and culture for KQED. April is a fascinating character. My name is April Spears. I'm the owner of Auntie April's Chicken Waffles and Soul Food. Her family comes from the Bayview. I'm a Bayview native. She has relatives who had a restaurant on Third Street and she grew up in that restaurant. And so she says she's been cooking on Third Street her entire life, basically. I make my living making people happy through their stomachs. <laughs> You walk through the door and the first thing that hits you is the the smell of fried chicken. Oh my God, tell me you got some biscuits and gravy because that's my favorite thing. I got the menu and I wanted everything on it, (laughs) of course. So I ended up going for the shrimp and cheesy grits. Okay, grits is good. Baby's gone through like a lot of changes. People are being priced out and this is happening all over the country not just here in Bayview. So April sees all of these changes coming along on Third Street. Mm-hmm. She's probably feels like well this is a, this is my home um, but she sees all these changes. How does that make her feel and what does she think that she can do about it? She feels that she needs to step up and be a community leader. I want to make sure that 
we are we aren't left out and pushed aside and I welcome change um, as long as that change includes what was already here and not try to exclude and that essentially means rallying uh, her community around her in order to take forward this cultural district's plan I think becoming a cultural district will help will preserve um, those legacies and that history and people will be able to come to Bayview and see the rich culture, African-American culture that that resides in this community. I feel like that would secure at least people knowing that we were here if, if no one's really left around. is a cultural district? A cultural district is a, a designation. Um, it's been in the past largely symbolic in value, but it determines the sort of a shape of a neighbourhood that needs to be preserved or somehow highlighted. Largely symbolic, but now the city's trying to to put flesh on that, so, so to speak, to actually make it really useful or more useful than it has been. Street Sound, 24th Street. In the mission, there's... Uh, Calle 24, mm -hmm. Latino Cultural District, which you can see very clearly on signs as yeah. you walk down the street. The architect of all of this at the city level is, is Supervisor Hilary Ronan. And you know when you're walking into the mission that you're not in the marina, and you know that because you're listening to merengue, bachata, and salsa as you walk down the street and you're smelling... Yeah, I feel like most of the mission doesn't... 24th Street? Oh, sure, 24th Street. Well, that's, that's the just, cultural district. I know, but then you look at the neighbourhood as a whole, the mission as a whole feels very much like... Well, she feels very strongly that if we don't do something now to preserve certain communities that are being um, displaced as a result of rampant gentrification, we're going to lose all our character as a city. So we're trying to make sure that 24th Street doesn't go the way of Valencia and doesn't look like the marina. So there are these six cultural districts right now, right, I think? There's five. Five, five cultural districts right now, like Japantown, Calle 24. The LGBTQ leather uh -huh. cultural community. Oh, that's the new one. There's Soma Pilapinas, the uh -huh. Filipino one. How do you get your neighborhood to be designated a cultural district? So that is the work of the um, committee of uh, neighborhood people, uh -huh. people like April Spears, ah. for example. I've seen a lot of businesses come and go, um, and I want to put, put everyone in a position that has worked so hard in the community to be able to reap the benefits of what's to come for Bayview. So April Spears uh, is in the process of coming together with her community to become a cultural district and a variety of steps are involved. So she needs, first of all, with her team to determine the actual geographical location of the district, mm -hmm. right? Like where the boundaries? Where the boundaries lie. Um, and then there's uh, this report they have to put together for the city. It's basically like the Magna Carta of the Bayview, some, somewhat, sort of almost like a census that has all the important information about what makes the Bayview the Bayview mm -hmm. in particular versus any other neighbourhood. For the first time, this is the other important thing about this piece of legislation, they're creating mechanisms whereby you might be able to get funding for things, which hasn't been possible before. 
it's contingent on voters deciding that they want a set-aside for this in the November ballot. Basically, right now, there there isn't a dedicated fund for these cultural districts. And that seems to be what residents are really hoping for, is the money to have the funding to do things that they really want, which would be to stave off gentrification for their neighborhoods. You know, we must be one of probably the few cities where, you know, a cultural district's policy is really at the most basic level, a housing policy. Uh, That's the reason why I was interested in the story to begin with, because it was pitched as a anti-gentrification piece, I thought, and also a way to keep people from the neighborhood in the neighborhood through housing. There's not very much affordable housing in Bayview, and I think that that is the key, because if you don't have anywhere for people to live, what what are you preserving, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know so it's a place-making device. Mm-hmm. The idea is, can that place-making device keep gentrification from changing that neighborhood? Well, so far, we haven't seen any evidence that that actually yeah. is true, right? You know, this is the thing. Hillary Ronan has these signs up on 24th Street, but still Latino fa- families are hemorrhaging from the neighborhood. For so long, the word culture has traditionally meant arts and culture, you know, festivals and museums. But really, culture just means people. Just like housing is so much more than shelter. It means having a home. And your home is your identity. It's the same for a neighborhood. A neighborhood derives its identity from the people who live there. So when the people change, a neighborhood's identity does too. And thus, it's culture. Thank you so much for coming in and telling us the story. Erica, it's a real pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to The Bay this week from KQED listener-supported public radio from San Francisco. If you're enjoying the podcast, please share it with a friend or on social media or just send us a note because we love hearing from you. The Bay is produced by Vinnie Tong and myself with help this week from reporter Sandia Dirks. Our senior editors are Julia McAvoy, Ethan Lindsay, and Holly Kernan. Devin Kariyama, who's out in Joshua Tree right now, he's the host, and he'll be back on Tuesday. I'm Erica Aguilar. You've been listening to The Bay. Let me ask you something. Have you ever been to a sideshow? I just call them car shows. I used to go to them all the time with my dad to check out tricked out cars and hydraulics, engines, paint jobs. Well, in Oakland, sideshows started in the streets almost four decades ago. It went from a nice, slow cruising type of an event to speed away from the cops type of an event. Get more from this week's episode of Bay Curious. Download it now wherever you get your podcasts. I'll get really, really low and slow. Low and slow. A little quiet. Yeah. Totally. Okay. <laughs> we could do the whole conversation like this. Let's just whisper. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. 
the land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. 